I opened my restaurant because cooking over an open fire was my thing. Scratch made cobbler, totally my thing. But spreadsheets and payroll, just not my thing. Regions helps business owners keep up the good work and simplify the other work with business checking account options and time-saving cash management tools. More time doing my thing works for me. For tools and services to help you keep up the good work, switch to Regions at regions.com slash smallbusiness. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regents Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun today here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Mike Salmond alongside Stephen Julian from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Mike. Are you insinuating that other shows we don't have fun? We have fun every show, but exactly. I, I, I don't have usually... even more fun. Yes. I just wanted to make it clear that we are going to have fun today. Thank you for making that clear. It's all clear now. I am ready to go. I'm excited. But... Before we get to our guests, can I at least say who we have on the show today? Well, it's your show. You're the host. I'm just the. Well, no, it's your show as right. well. It's well, our oh, show. Oh, it's co-host. It's like if you know, it's not just my time. It's if you throw in and Martin. It's our time. It's uh, Martin and Lewis. Okay, the guest today. I'm just going <laughs> to ignore you. Uh, Mia Hubbard is here today from Regents Bank, and of course, Regents Bank is a one of our partners here at Business Radio X, and we love Regents Bank member FDIC. I was told by our good friend Laura Bynum. She does marketing for Regions Bank, and we love her. Member She's FDIC. probably listening. And if you're listening, Laura, hi there. Um, that after Regions Bank, well, actually, it was from from the from the uh, legal department. Yes, to remember that it's member FDIC. So what is Regions Bank? Regions member Bank. FDIC. Yes. Okay. And our other guest is Amy Griner. She's here with Kingsview Wealth Management. Mike, before we get to uh, Mia, I want to remind everybody about Regions Bank. We all know that keeping your company's financial future on track means having the right resources to support your growth. Regions Commercial Banking offers you lending capabilities and strategic solutions tailored to your needs, and you'll work with a team of experienced bankers here in Gwinnett. Discover steps to take that can help move you closer to your business goals. Regions is here to help. To learn more, visit regions.com slash commercial banking. Regions Bank! Member FDIC. Member FDIC. I already said member FDIC. I said it well. But legal's going to love us. Yeah, man. They're going to love us. We're going to get a note. These guys are good. They're going to say, quit saying it. That's what they're going to say. No, they'll never say that. No. Yeah, they're legal. (laughs) And they don't have a sense of humor. Well, I'm not saying that either. Uh, No, I said that. Let's get to Mia Hubbard, because that's what everybody is here to listen to. Mia, did you have any idea what you got yourself into when Regents Bank says, you're going to go on Gwinnett Business Radio? I had no idea, but I'm super excited to be here. That intro, by the way, Steven, yes. I'm talking A1. Thank you. Like, whenever I go to another guest appearance, can I bring you with me sure. and you introduce I do voiceover me? work yeah. on the side, or we can do a little take. You know, <laughs> we're all about amplifying the voice of business, especially the business of Regions Bank, member FDIC. I love it. Ding. There we all go. Right. Let's go. <laughs> you did the ding for us. You did a verbal ding. Yeah, I did. You're a market manager. Yes. With Regions. What, what does a market manager do? So we typically manage the branch network. So if we have, you know, branches that we're establishing and building, then we take the lead on making the hiring decisions for those locations. We're also, you know, in charge of marketing. So we kind of help, you know, bring new households, new customers to our locations and help grow their portfolio 
help grow their their money as well too so and we cover areas so i cover gwinnett county and three other counties as well too well being a uh, market manager for regions bank i'm going to ask you one of the easiest questions i could ask a market manager what are some of the things that separate regions from uh, other peer banks that are out there? That is a great question. Um, and without a doubt, it's our customer experience that we, we give to our customers. You know that happy feeling when you walk to Disney World? You know, you're just equally <laughs> excited when you go to Disney World. That's the customer experience we want all of our customers to have. You just walk into the location and instantly you're happy. And, you know, it's, it's ranked so high that J.D. Powers, this is hot off the press by by the way. Ooh, JD, breaking news? Wait, we have breaking news? More breaking news. Wow. I got a little bit more breaking news at the end as nice. well, too. Oh, wow. Two breaking news. I know. Y'all are special Man, today. She, she just did a tease. <laughs> right? Wow. So, J.D. Powers recently ranked us as the number one retail bank in the industry. Wow. Number one. Listen, we like to have a little fun and joke around. That's serious stuff. Huge. Not the first quarter we've achieved that. The third consecutive wow. quarter and i think we're on our way to a fourth quarter as well too i like that so that separates you from for sure so you gave the the good answer and it was a great answer and then you gave uh backup for your answer jd power agrees with me that's so right i like that awesome wow you guys are really growing in the market and and especially in gwinnett county talk about some of the new locations that you have now in gwinnett county Absolutely. So um, we opened our Hamilton Mill location December the 21st um, of last year, and it's located right there off of Ridge Road within the Kroger uh, Plaza. We've also opened up uh, our Suwannee location and our Sugar Hill location in 2019. Um, and we those branches just kind of took off, and um, we just saw there was an opportunity for us to be in that Gwinnett County. So more breaking news. Wait, is this a second or th is there going to be a third? Second, no third. Okay. I can't give you a third. Oh, you Two said, is all you get well, today. Well, you said second at the end, so now well, I'm going to yeah. correct you. Second in the middle. Second in the middle. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Good catch. Yeah, thanks. Um, but we have um, gotten approval to open up a location in the Loganville area, nice. which that project will be completed uh, Q4 of this year. Wow. So. Wow. So opening, are growing. So opening up these locations and having locations where people can get to is obviously helping the community, but... We're kind of in unusual times. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to say the word that everybody's saying. I'm not going to worry, you know. I know. Right. It's just, it's crazy times, right? Yeah. So what are some things that Regions has had to do differently uh, to kind of support the community? Yeah. You know, we still have our brick and mortar locations. We still invite our clients to come in. But as you said, it's just been unusual, you know, times. So we haven't had to, you know, have our businesses come in and have that conversation with us so we've been trying to meet with our business customers virtually um, through what we call our next step uh, program and this is a way that we stay connected and offer them advice guidance and in perspective because as you said you know everything's so kind of weird now people don't know what the next step is for them to achieve their financial goals so you come into our locations or we meet with you virtually and we give you that advice and that guidance whether it be home ownership or reestablishing your credit um, or if you're looking to retire um, by a certain age and you want to be a millionaire, we have these webinars and seminars that are available free, by the way, free, not just a customer of Regions. It could be anybody. Just go to regions.com slash wellness, and you'll have access to all of those resources uh, out there. 
quick question. Uh, some of the banks I hear you have to set an appointment if you want to meet with somebody. Is, is that the case at Regions to, to maybe call ahead before you come in or can I just come in if I want to talk to somebody about any of your services? Both. But, you know, we want to recognize your time and value your time. So if you schedule an appointment on Regions.com, click the little green button at the top right on the page that says book an appointment, then we block off that time for you. So we have that seven to ten minute time slot to customize a plan for you. Absolutely. You mentioned, and we're talking with Mia Hubbard, the market manager for Regents Bank here on Gwinnett Business Radio. You mentioned the growth and the new locations, and we've scooped some people there with that breaking news. Um, But there are some other institutions out there that I shall not name that I drive by and their branches are still closed. Are your, do you, are, you, are all your branches open or do you still have some that are not open yet? Yeah, all of our locations are open. There may be times that they've been impacted due, we're still in a pandemic, right? And so sometimes we do have to pivot to our doors being locked and really depending on lobby by appointment service. But for the most part, our locations are open and we're ready to assist our community. Fantastic. Mike, I apologize. I have to correct you in this interview. You did a great reset of telling everybody that we're speaking to Mia Hubbard. She's the market manager with Regions Bank, member FDIC. So I just had to add that. I didn't want legal to get on us. Okay, back to (laughs) Mia and the star of the show here. Um, Let me ask this. uh, You know, Gwinnett Business Radio, we love everybody who listens to us. A lot of people who listen are business owners. But uh, I wanted to ask... If I'm a business owner, if I'm a small business owner, especially here in Gwinnett or anywhere where Regions serves, what kind of services would I potentially get at Regions that I wouldn't get at some of the other peers? What are some of the ways that you guys partner with businesses beyond just the, even if it goes beyond just the banking? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you come into our location, we really find out what's important to you. You know, whether you're looking to grow your business or depending on what life stage you you are in your business. And then we have a set of questions that we ask you. So we, at the end, we customize a plan that's going to help you achieve your financial goal, whether that be short term or if it's long term or if it's, you know, out of our expertise, we have other experts there we can route you to our line of business partners where whether it be wealth or commercial or mortgage so i like that rather than trying to pigeonhole everybody into whatever you offer no no let, let's hear from you what you're looking for and then we'll we'll direct you where you need to go absolutely I we like lead that. with providing advice and guidance that's it you know because everybody offers checking accounts savings accounts credit cards right but being able to customize a plan for what's important to you, that's something that we really try to deliver on. If I were a business owner, is there also a way to partner with you guys where I might be able to help uh, my employees as well or offer a service to my employees? And the first thing that made me think of that question was when you were talking about the wellness stuff, which you don't even have to be a client of Regions mm-hmm. to take advantage of that. So educational sources are one thing, but what are some of the other things a business owner could offer to his employees if he was working with Regions? Absolutely. It's the free weekly seminars uh, and webinars that we offer you know your employees can register um, for one of these webinars again it's on regions.com slash next step and we offer a series of um, webinars um, for the employees of those business owners as well well again want to remind you not that you don't know where you are but this is Gwinnett Business Radio and and then we we give a voice to all businesses that serve all over, but especially if they serve in the Gwinnett County area. So let me ask you specifically again about Gwinnett County and and why is this area considered so important for regions? 
Well, you know, when you look at the opportunity here, there's $19 billion in deposits here just in the Gwinnett County area. And I'm sorry, you know, I'm kind of selfish. I want a piece of that pie too, right? But also, you know, you, we talked about the year that everyone has had. So they don't know what the next step. Should they be investing with this company or should they be saving, you know? So we, we want to just give them that advice to earn their business, right? And then offer them, again, solutions that best meets their needs. So you were talking also about, I love the fact that your branches are open and people can come in uh, even in the midst of this, and I'll say it, the pandemic. I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> she word, already broke the ice. I know. It's okay. Did it's I okay. say it? No, unusual it's okay. Times, it's unprecedented okay. And you times. Said, <sighs> and you said pivot. Yeah. It, no, no, we don't, I we don't hear, hear that word enough. I didn't yeah. hear pivot. I no, mean, she said. Right, I said pivot. Right after pandemic, she said pivot. Wow, she used it in the same sentence. I was so ca caught up on hearing pandemic that I missed pivot. Anyway, <laughs> Stephen, get back to the point. All right, so I like the fact that the branches are open and, and giving that face-to-face -face contact. But like you said, there's a lot of virtual uh, opportunities and there and mm -hmm. and out of necessity or yeah. out of what the client is feeling. Yeah. So what are some of the digital tools and options uh, that regions uh, you you kind of maybe prepped us before the show to talk a little bit about these digital tools and options. Kind of walk us through that because everybody knows Zoom. Yeah. But what are some of the other things that, that people can take advantage of? Yeah, and we really had to facelift our entire technology with our mobile deposit, online banking, the self-service functions. You know, customers were still concerned about, you know, coming out into the world, right? They were still sheltering in place and staying at home, but they still had day-to-day -day business that they needed to take care of. The best way to do that is through our online services. So the self-service features, um, again, I mentioned we had an entire facelift of our mobile deposit app, which our customers at one time ranked it at a three out of five. But when we made the investment in our technology and our mobile deposit, that app rating increased from 4.7 out of five. So our customers are really dependent on using these uh, digital tools. So it was a really smart investment from regions. Great. Well, Mia, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Yes, you're welcome. Sigh of relief. Yes. Big news for you folks out there in the Loganville area. Regions Bank's going to put a brand new location right there smack dab in the middle. So your continued growth, uh, con uh, we wish you the, all the best with that. Yes. Uh, congratulations on all your success. We uh, love our partnership with Regions, so thank you for coming in. The great thing about Regions Bank is uh, each month we will feature uh, a, a wonderful person like yourself as we introduce you know you and some of your cohorts uh, to the public out there so thank you for coming in you were as good as advertised oh. yeah the bar was pretty high for you listen did i the, meet the expectations i, I did exceeded exceeded oh, the, the, ah, there we go <laughs> the uh, the market of gwinnett for regions bank is in great hands mike wouldn't you agree yes, with that? Yes, absolutely. Man, managed, managed well. For those that would like to find out more, and I know you gave the website for the the, the videos and mm -hmm. the and the, the, the uh, seminars, and you know, I think it was like slash wellness. Mm -hmm. But for anything that they want to find out about regions, what's the the main website? Regions.com. You can find out more about any of our products and services that we offer. It's pretty basic, pretty, pretty simple. Pretty simple. I could have figured that out. Regions.com. Thank you so much. Mia Hubbard, me. Market Manager with Regions Bank, member FDIC. Well done, Mike. I feel bad now because, you know, if we don't ring the bell like 100 times when Amy is on. Well, before we get to Amy, we have to take care of a little business because this is Business Radio X. And actually, I have to ask our last guest one more question. So, uh, Mia, I want to ask you, did you love your experience here on Gwinnett Business Radio? 
I absolutely loved it. Oh, you good. guys were amazing. Well, I want you to know, and I want all our listeners to know that love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Our listeners can enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then check out their social media pages for the latest news, offers, and community events. Our next guest here in the Subaru of Gwinnett studio is Amy Griner with Kingsview Wealth Management. Do I have any member, if do, is there anything I need to say? After uh, past performance King's is no guarantee of future results. Please read prospectus carefully and always check with your financial advisor. Ooh, this will be a long interview. Amy, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. You were on almost two years ago before all things got kind of got crazy in our life. And so I said, you know, we need to bring Amy back and, and hear how this has affected her. So before we go there, tell us more about Kingsview Wealth Management. Just kind of give us an overall broad picture of what you do. Excellent. Um, first, I would just wanted to say I just bought a car from Subaru of Gwinnett, and they were excellent. Did oh, I get a ding for that? Nice. All right. I was trying to love. figure out a way to get a so ding So you out loved here. your experience at Subaru? I loved my experience. I love my Subaru. So Kingsview Wealth Management, uh, we help people with their long-term goals, with investments, with planning, and have a very personalized experience uh, with each one. We go and tailor a plan for each client. And because we're a smaller shop, we have about $2 billion in assets under management across the country, which makes us a smaller shop. We are able to help our clients more personally uh, and be able to... One of the things I like to tell my clients often is that the reason that you work with me is because you can call me on the weekend or on the evening when everybody else is off and I will answer the phone. Your clients have your cell phone number as well as your they office do. number, right? <laughs> uh, now, Amy, uh, Mike, uh, so I'm, I'm picking on Mike today, but he didn't, there was one thing, and, and it's not his fault, but next to your name on the little guest sheet, it should have said CFP. You are a certified financial planner. So I get to ask you that great question. What is the difference between a certified financial planner and other people who do you know, what sets a CFP apart? Thank you for asking that question. It was really hard to get that designation, so I like to talk about it as much as possible. The CFP program has, you have to do a lot of education, and then you have to pass a really difficult exam that takes about six hours to pass, and then they do an ethics um, review as well as make sure you have no other um, bad things in your history as a financial advisor. <laughs> um, and then what it really does, the difference of it with the CFP is that we look, we take a broader look at your financial picture. We are not just looking at your investments. We are looking at your taxes. We are looking at your estate planning. We are taking a lot more into account. But mostly it's also we have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients. And that, num that, that word is, is passed around a lot and what that actually means is that we are required to do what's in the client's best interest before our own. And that's a requirement that not every person in our industry has. Uh, so that's where if you have somebody who's a CFP versus uh, somebody else, if there's not a real high barrier to entry in our, in our industry, actually. I actually had a situation recently where I saw my nail tech was offering financial advice on her new Facebook page. <laughs> and 
I, I was shocked. And so I looked into it a little more and she had passed an insurance exam. And you can find a wide range of people in our industry, and they can be a former nail tech that spent a couple hours to pass an insurance exam, or on the other end, a CFP, somebody who's who spent took over um, a year of study took and a took a six-hour exam. Yeah. Exactly. But I think that says more about the person that would ask their nail salon person about you know wealth advice. Not to go down this whole rabbit well, you could, hole. Here. You could knock out two two birds with one stone they, they as you're getting your an nails done. Yeah, yeah. As and you're then get your nails and get bad advice. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, uh, not to go down the rabbit hole, but uh, we we've joked talked about this. It's been the big news lately with the, the GameStop stock going up and and going nuts. And and I was reading articles about people actually going into GameStop asking the hourly employees, like the 18 year old kid, about some. So what do you think about should I buy some? Asking the Hourly, they should have my eighteen-year-old son called me and said his best friend had put money in GameStop and he thought he was going to make millions. That is an excellent reason for why you should work with an advisor. <laughs> okay, so let me tee you up here. Who should be working with <laughs> with a wealth manager? Yes, thank you. Somebody with half a brain, I would think. Well, and and really, the the way that investments typically work, you know, you hear you you are supposed to buy low and sell high, right? And that seems very easy to do. Of course, anybody can do that, right? But the reality of human nature is that we do the exact opposite. There are ebbs and flows in our industry, which we, we coin kind of euphoric and the fear. They're, they're too up and down. You're either in euphoria or fear. And typically, a lot of people get into the market during their euphoria phase. And right now, with the market being so high, we are kind of in that phase where everybody wants to get in and they start buying. Well, guess what? They're buying high. And then when it drops and it goes down low, people get panicky and they sell. And that just happened this year with the pandemic, I'm going to say it, where it dropped and everybody got really scared and they wanted to sell. And I can't tell you the number of my clients that have thanked me in the last couple of weeks that said, thank you so much for not allowing me to sell when it went down. Because we've had one of the steepest inclines in the market in the last couple of months of, as we've ever seen. And if you sold low and you're waiting to get back in, you've missed it. Mm. You're out. And that is one of the reasons why individual investors typically don't even make the returns of an index fund a S &P, that follows the S&P 500 because they go in and out as it feels comfortable or not. And that's where an advisor, if you find yourself doing that, an advisor can be really helpful because we've been through these cycles and we understand that that is not the time to sell. That is the time to hold on. That is the time when your clients say, thank you so much for letting me buy bonds or making me buy bonds because that's when the bonds are doing well, when the, the equities are down. So it really that's, if you want to make, even out those returns or try to get better returns, working with somebody who's by your side who, who you know you can trust is, is very important. We're speaking with Amy Greiner. She is the uh, Partner Wealth Manager and CFP at Kingsview Wealth Management. Uh, past performance is no guarantee of future results. Please. Anyway, sorry. We already did that at the beginning. We don't have to do it yeah, as many times as okay. we had to do the FDIC. So uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity because, you know, Mike asked, hey, who should be working with an advisor? I'm going to give you an opportunity to speak to the people who are working currently with an advisor that's not you. What are some questions that a 
a client should be asking the person that they're currently working with to kind of get a picture of, am I with the right person? And I'm not asking you to throw anybody under the bus, but help educate (laughs) clients to ask good questions. No, absolutely. I appreciate that question. I really think that I I said trust a little bit earlier, and trust is so important when working with your financial advisor. I recall somebody coming to work with me a couple of years ago that did sell when the market was low, and that was back, you know, back in 2008. And the reason is he didn't trust his advisor. His advisor told him to hang on, but he didn't trust him because he didn't know him that well. So making sure you really trust your advisor and how do you do that? You have to have lots of contacts. You have to make sure your advisor is calling you, checking in, saying, you know, how are things going? You need to know your clients. In my position, you need to understand your clients and not just their investments. You need to understand their lives. So you need to make sure that you're very in touch with that person. If you don't feel like they're a friend, and and it's interesting because some people think, oh, I wouldn't want to touch my friend's money. I want to be my friend's advisor, my family's advisor for everyone I know because I know that I am going to do the best job possible. So I do not shy away from working with friends. And usually my clients, if they weren't friends beforehand, become very good friends because I am looking out for them 100%. Uh, So that's where I would say if you don't know your financial advisor on that level, they're not going to do the job that that you want them to do. That's a great answer. I love that, Amy. Um, Obviously, anyone when they're wanting to work with an advisor should do their homework and do their research. But uh, a question that comes up a lot, I know you get all the time, is a fee-based advisor and a commission-based advisor. What's the difference? What's the benefit for the client? Which way should they go? Well, and and they're they're just two different ways of being paid, right? So you need to understand how your client, how you are paying your financial advisor. And so, and you see this a lot when you're Googling how how is my financial advisor paid? So I wanted to address that question, so I appreciate you asking. A fee-based advisor or a fee-only advisor is somebody that is paid based on the assets they have under management. That way, if they make trades, buy, sell, whatever, they're not paid an additional compensation for that. Whereas a commission-based advisor, you have a one-time, typically, upfront cost and maybe a, a, a lower trail on those investments. The reason, and so I'm a fee-based advisor, and I used to do it, I used to do commission-based and fee-based, but what I found from my practice is that I like the fee-based investing better because of this, because I feel like I'm on the same side of the table as the client that way. And what does that mean? If your investments do better, I get paid more. So I have every incentive to make sure that I'm putting you in the right position to do to for your portfolio to perform better with a commission with commission base there was a tendency to buy and forget or buy and hold there I mean you just buy and hold and you never change it and I always question whether and I I do this with people who are with commission base is that the best thing for you or is that the best thing for them because with commission base and we talked a little bit about a fiduciary standard in the in earlier on with a commission base they are only required to make sure that is a suitable investment it doesn't have to necessarily be in the best interest of the client and it's a slight difference 
but what again there creates there creates a conflict of interest when you're doing a trade for a client you say oh I, I think they need to be in this stock and not this one you have to ask yourself is it worth the cost of the commission to make that trade is it going to be that much better and am I doing it for me or am I doing it for them and as a fee-based advisor I never have to ask myself that question I always know that if I'm making questions if I'm making things and questioning things it's because I want their portfolio to do the best for them and it sounds like, again, you're almost giving advice to people who are working with their current advisor to ask good questions about, hey, can you explain to me how you're paid on my account? That's a very reasonable question Absolutely. To, to be asking. And if, you're pl if your plan is to buy and hold and not make any changes, then a commission base might be the best way to do it. And conversely, if you're with a fee-based person and they're never making any changes, that's Why are probably you with not them? good. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> not good either. They might need to call Kingsview Asset Management Absolutely. and talk to a CFP. <laughs> well, Amy, I have one last question as we start to wrap things up, and that is because it's been in the news a lot lately, the investing apps that are out there. Robin Hood. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Exactly. You were setting that question yeah. up like it was, well, you know, I was trying to think like of how to say it. You know, Robin Hood's been in the news lately and there's all the other big uh, investment firms that have the online apps. What would you say to that person or is that maybe right for somebody? If you know, why do I need a wealth advisor when I could just do it myself right. online and it's so easy with these apps? It is so easy with the apps. The barrier to entry has gone down a, a lot, and there's a lot of liquidity in the market right now because people have time and extra money from not going out and going to restaurants and things like that. So there is a lot more people in the market and these Robin Hood, and they can be good for, I like to say, your play money. Because, and the other thing is a lot of people don't understand and won't understand until they do their taxes next year that there's a lot of implications to making trades. If you have a great gain over a week's time and then you sell, you're going to have to pay tax on that as if it's income. And people don't realize that. That's a, that could be, you know, 25% of that and they don't even realize it. And then when they have to go pay their taxes next year. So there's a lot of implications on trading that people don't understand. Also, a lot of people getting into options. Options are very complicated. And that's what my 18-year-old son was talking about when he thought his friend was going to make all this money. What he didn't realize is he didn't really have the shares. He had the option to buy the share in the future. Wow. When you were saying options were complicated, Steven's over here shaking his head vigorously. I thought he's going to have some nodding pain or something. Nodding. I wasn't nodding shaking. Your head. I was nodding. Well, nodding. It, it, that, yes, as, you agree. Okay. So, uh, so I, uh, and Amy knows this because Amy and I have known each other. We're in the same industry. I'm an independent financial advisor. I'm not allowed to say which firm because my compliance department won't let me say it on the air. Uh, but, uh, so we know options are a very, I mean, it, it can be a wonderful... Uh, Almost anything in investing can be a wonderful tool and it can be a dangerous tool. And yeah. it depends on how you use the tool. And uh, when it comes to, I, I, I was, as you were talking about the apps, and that was a fantastic answer, all I could think of, and I'm sorry it sounds pretentious, but it's caveat emptor. It's buyer beware, right? Yeah. Just know what you're getting into. Ask good questions. Figure out what it is. And if you accept the risk, then go for it. And and I anecdotally, I read an article about someone on Robinhood who thought they had lost $800,000. Yes. Did you see Through that one? Through options, yes. Through options. Yeah, and they hadn't. They hadn't, but he committed suicide yes. in thinking that yes. there's some real implications i mean you God. can and he hadn't lost it it just the trade hadn't settled yet and right. he didn't know how to read it so if you don't right. understand this stuff you really shouldn't be playing in it uh, yeah and, and and 
you know, with the Robin Hood stuff and the GameStop and, and hourly employee walking in and asking questions and things like that, if you go back to the very beginning, the analysis of the stock was actually solid. But what happened was, as it got more and more ridiculous, you get more and more people who don't pay attention and just, oh, I'm going to get in now. Well, that's, ah, that's yeah, a my bad 18 year old son was trying to get in. I know it was a bad idea. That right there. Right. Is the a, professionals go, this is the time <laughs> to walk away from this. I'm glad I never got in it in the first place. So, so what we want to say coming out of this interview is don't be stupid. Talk to Amy Griner. <laughs> right. She'll that's, help you be less a, stupid and yes. a lot smarter. Yeah. So for those that want to be stupider, less, less stupid, how can they reach Sounds out? Sounds like Mike needs to talk to you, Amy. How can, <laughs> how can I talk to you? How can I reach out to you when I need to talk to you? What's the best way to reach you? The best way to reach me is to call my office. My number is 678-616-1040. And my assistant, Denise, will make an appointment. And the website? To find out more about you, uh, w- go on do d- my research. Absolutely, www.kingsview.com slash Amy Griner. And Griner is spelled G-R-E-I-N-E-R. E-I, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I feel less stupider now. That's right. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. Thank you. I had a great time. And Amy didn't ask me to do this, and I didn't get her permission ahead of time to do this, so I hope I don't get in trouble for this. But uh, I've known Amy for over a decade. We have uh, started out kind of in the same area in this business. And I like to say this all the time when it comes to financial advising and it comes to people's wealth management, there's a lot of great people out there. There's also a lot of bad people. And Amy did a great job of handling that question politically correct. Um, But work with someone who really cares for you and serves you. And Amy is one of those people. So I could not recommend her highly enough. Absolutely. And the same, I Aww. believe the same for you. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank I'm, you. I'm Stephen. sure she's really disappointed that you Th- said that. Was that. A, yeah. Why what, did you man, have that to was such preface a, that right. by saying, I hope it's okay. I say this, <laughs> Amy, you're wonderful. and We love you. Is it okay that I said that? <laughs> and the other thing is Amy and neither of us are member FDIC. No. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much to Amy Griner with Kingsview Wealth Management and Mia Hubbard with Regents Bank. A reminder. No, no. Get rid of the bell. The bell's broken. I'm tired of the bell. Man, I took it. He, t- he wanted to do it and go to the edge. And then we've he overused the, the bell. The bell's like, quit hitting you were, me. You were the one doing it. So yeah. I know I'm talking to myself. Oh, OK, sorry wasn't talking to you oh, well, just was looking what at else you uh, a reminder you can listen to the show anytime you want just go to businessradiox.com select Gwinnett Business Radio and then click on this episode or any of our previous episodes and you can enjoy them anytime you want 24-7 you can also find us on all of the podcast platforms including iHeartRadio iTunes Spotify and all the rest and please follow us on social media at Gwinnett Radio X we're on Instagram Twitter Facebook and LinkedIn for Our guest and Stephen, any parting words? Member FDIC. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.